you would please, to the book of 1 Peter, chapter 2. I just want to read a couple of scriptures tonight, and then we're going to pray. Amen. I had no unction or anointing on me tonight for notes or for a sermon, so glory to God. You know, we, we learn by different means, don't we? We learn by teaching, by the hearing, but we also learn by example, don't we? That's a tremendous, important way that we learn. Uh, but then there's also, we learn by doing. Right? We, we learn by doing it. You can only hear about something so long and see someone else do it. You know, it's like I, I remember, I grew up on the lake and uh, learning to slalom ski. You know, and I have big, big clan, you know, stepbrothers, and they're all in the boat, and they're going to watch you, you know, learn to slalom ski. And, you know, they tell you everything you need to know. Where to hold the rope, you know, your body position, where to hold that ski, you know. But you go, okay, that sounds simple enough, I got that. And then you watch them do it. Oh, but then getting out there. Amen. And, uh, but uh, you're never going to slalom ski or ski on too until you get out there and do it yourself, right? And uh, so thank God for... Uh, the action of prayer, uh, even just the learning aspects of that. Amen. You know, I've learned long ago that God is not impressed uh, with religious tones. Um, he's not impressed with eloquence. Now, listen, I appreciate eloquence. I think every hearer does. I'm sure God does. And you will become more eloquent in your praying uh, the more you pray. But that's what. that's not what, you know... Blind Bartimaeus, you know, he was not eloquent. Help! You know, I mean, he just cried out. And disciples tried to shut him down. People tried to shut him down. He just cried out all the more. But he got his sight. The woman with the, uh, uh, the Syrophoenician woman that had the daughter that was plagued with demons. She just pleaded. She, she just... Now, she, she picked up a religious phrase she heard, you know, son of David, have mercy on me. That's not, she didn't learn that in her pagan temple. So she heard that from some Jewish person, no doubt, and she tried to pick that up. He wasn't impressed by that. It wasn't until she got sincere. It wasn't until she got real and spoke out of her heart. Yeah, okay, I'm a dog. Yeah, okay, all that's true. Yeah, you're right, I don't have a covenant. But I tell you what, all I need is the crumbs. The dogs get the crumbs that fall from their mat. And see, the moment she got real, amen, then she got supernatural deliverance. She got the answer to her prayer. And so when you are, if you're new to prayer, do not trip over things. Don't trip over posture. Don't, Don't trip over, I have to be in a certain physical posture for God to hear me. Now, you ought to be whatever, you know. Now, I can be in my recliner laid back, but I tell you, in certain conversations, in certain moves, you're going to sit up in your chair. You're going to, you know, be honored demands that. Respect demands a certain posture at times. Yet, I talk to my father in the shower. Amen. I, I bring God in on everything I'm doing. And I don't bring a religious tone. Amen. Anyway, praise God. Here in First uh, Peter chapter 2. First Peter, I just want to 
uh, share a thought or two uh, before we pray. And uh, let's see what verse I want to look at, verses 4 and 5. It says, To whom coming, as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also... So Jesus is the living stone, but we also, as lively stones, living stones, are built up a spiritual house, notice what he calls us, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. You know, we love to talk about, people shout, they love the teaching uh, that Jesus has made us kings in life. That we are to reign like kings in life. Dominion. Yeah, and it's an important, vital subject. Amen. That in Christ He has made us kings. Amen. But do you know it also says that He has made us kings and priests. We're not far away. Let's go to the book of Revelation, chapter 5, and let's have this pointed out to you. So there is this twofold ministry, if you will, or place in God, place in the Spirit that every believer is to occupy and bring a supply to. Amen. And so, Revelation chapter 5, verse number 8, And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Amen? And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For Thou wast slain and was redeemed and has redeemed us to God by Thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation and has made us unto our God, what? Kings and priests. And priests. And we shall reign... On the earth. So he did not just make us to be kings. He made us to be priests. Notice John, of course, this is a, uh, John's revelation, this vision that he had, he would see scenes of what would happen, he said, after this, which I understand to mean after the churches, because he just talked about Revelation 2, chapter 3, about the churches. Jesus said, You're going to write about things that are. Things that are soon to come after this. Amen? And so anyway, uh, praise God. So he is writing this and he's, he's seeing things that will happen in the earth. The famines, the rise of the Antichrist, the plagues, the judgment. And then all of a sudden the scene will shift and the angel will show him a scene going on parenthetically in heaven. Amen? And so here in this chapter, in this verse I read you, uh, Revelation chapter 5 verse 8, he is looking into the throne room of God, and around the throne you have these four living creatures, and then you have the 24 elders, they fall down before the Lamb, and notice uh, they all had harps and they had these golden vials or bowls full of odors, and what did they represent? The prayers of the saints. You know, you're, when you're, when you're prayer, you, your prayer, you, you, you get it out there. It doesn't just dissipate after your ears don't hear your mouth moving anymore. Amen. These prayers affect and are received and impact the realm of God all the way to the throne. Amen. 
Now go to Revelation chapter 8. I want to read verse 3 and 4. Revelation 8, 3 and 4. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him, the angel, much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar, which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer, he filled it with fire of the altar, and cast it into the earth, and there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake. I want you to see John is being given and he writes it down for us that our prayers are collected and they are kept in golden vials at the very altar of God. The angels get involved with the handling of these prayers. Incense is given unto this angel and he gives us like this ladle and with the incense that the uh, God gives the angel, he dips out of those bowls the prayers. Amen. And as God dictates, those prayers return and are cast back into the earth. And notice there is a response. Because of the prayers, voices are heard. Amen. And notice the other uh, symbolic words, thunderings, lightnings, earthquake. To me, these are all symbols of heaven's response in the dispatching, the manifestation of divine power, amen, that come in response to the prayers of the priests, the prayers of the saints. This series is called Precious Are the Prayers. This is another precious indicator of how precious our prayers are to heaven. How pre- they're not just in a cardboard box in some obsolete warehouse on the back side, on the back 40 in heaven. No, but they ascend and they are kept. And not all of our, we're so impatient, right? We pray a little bit and we don't see the effect of it. Amen? But those prayers are kept. Prayers of faith. Prayers born of the Spirit, sincere prayers, prayers in line with the Word, and they come up before God, and at the right time, they're going to be kept, the answer is going to come back into the earth. Amen. Glory to God. You and I have a priestly role. Go back to 1 Peter chapter 2. We have a priestly role. Look at that uh, fifth verse again. 1 Peter 2 5. Well, four and five. To whom coming, as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. You also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. And I just wonder, have you put any prayers on the altar of God? Have you contributed any prayers lately to the golden vials? (laughs) Have you given God and the angels in heaven anything to use? Have any of those prayers been for anyone other 
than you. Amen. Go back to First uh, Timothy. I'm almost done here. But I just I kind of wanted to highlight just real quick that we have a priestly, not just a kingly role. And that there is a responsibility we have in that role to offer up sacrifices unto God, spiritual sacrifices unto God. Amen. And it's a sacrifice unto God when you take time aside from your busy life. And you give of your heart, you give of your energy, you give of your time, you give of yourself to stand in the gap, to make yourself available to the Holy Ghost, to pray for someone that has no one to pray for them. You know, a lot of people, they're not going to make it if someone doesn't pray and stand in the gap for them. And they don't have anyone around them who prays. Amen? In Isaiah, we're not turning there, but in Isaiah it says, God, I searched for a man. I looked for a man to stand in the gap, but I found none. Amen? So anyway, 1 Thessalonians, not 1 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy rather. 1 Timothy 2, a familiar verse. It says, I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for you, for yourself. No. Now notice it's not an absolute, I command there is no, there's no room for anything else. No, Paul said, by the Spirit, I exhort, I encourage. Right? Therefore, that first of all, first of all, uh, puts priority to our prayer life. You, when you pray every day, you should not be the first one you pray for. Your wife, your kids should not be the, your things, your money, your situations, your circumstances, your problems. It's one of the reasons why our prayers are hindered. It's because they're motivated by selfishness. Don't put yourself first in prayer. I try to live by the motto, God first, others second, and me last. Now my flesh wants to rebel against that at times, but that's the motto I try to live by. God first, others second, and me last. Amen? So notice again what he said, I encourage therefore that first of all, supplications, these are different kinds or flows of prayer. Prayers, just general prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks being made for all men. Then he clarifies and gives a, a more priority, he said for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good, and this is acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. How many of you want to live a quiet and peaceful life in godliness and honesty or sincerity? How many of you want to do what is good and acceptable in the eyes of God our Savior? I do. Well, then we better pray. Amen. We better pray and pray not just for ourselves, but for those who are in authority. Amen. Praise God. And I tell you what, it's just heartbreaking what you see on the news. Heartbreaking. Uh, what, is, uh, what is going on? Let's, let's finish. Last, last scripture before we pray. Second Chronicles. Chapter 7. 
But you know, as tempted as I am to get mad, to get passionate, to get political, we must understand that as goes the church, so goes the nation. We, we, if we don't like the things that are happening, and I don't, then we must look at ourselves. Amen. We must look at ourselves. And how do we know how, how go, as goes the nation? Well, obviously we just read in 1 Timothy chapter 2 that if we'll pray for kings and for those who are in authority, if we'll pray properly for all men, do it consistently, that it's going to result in our being able to live a life that's peaceable. That means there's some sort of there's enough stability in the nation where, you know, right? You can live a quiet and peaceable life. That's not happening right now to our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan, is it? Amen. And uh, so anyway, glory to God. But another verse that, that sort of proves this out. Of course, who, who has the authority on planet Earth? We do. The church, God has given, He has invested His authority, His name, His power in us. Look at uh, verse number 12, 2 Chronicles seven twelve says, And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said unto him, I have heard thy prayer and have chosen this place, the newly built temple, to myself for a house of sacrifice. If I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. Now notice this, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain. You know, in the western half of our country, they don't have any rain. God has shut up the rain. Well, and spiritually, there's not been a lot of rain. Right? Or if I command the locusts to devour the land. You know, one of my contractors came in and says, i got to run, i got to run. You know, I just got notified about the plague of army worms that's destroying grass and crops all over the region. I don't know if you all heard about this. He said, they're all over my yard. I just put my grass and, and they're jumping. And his, his property borders mine. Well, I didn't run home. I just thought, not my yard. Amen. I'm a tither. Amen. Ain't no locust coming, no, ain't no worm coming, no palmer worm, canker worm coming. To... And I went out and looked around, I can't find a one. Ain't, you know, between the chickens and the Holy Ghost, it's not going to happen. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you what, our tithing, all these years, all of us, it's about to show up. Amen. Amen. Doctor shortage, nurse shortage, whatever. I have a physician. It's going to show up. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I'm. We're about. We're at a. The, I mean, we're on the tippy of the move of God. I could just tell it. If I shut up heaven and there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence, that's disease, among my people, if. So he says, if you see these, you fall out of favor with me. And judgment, bad things begin to happen to your land, the place where you live, if my people. He didn't say, if your leaders. Did, he, did, he did not say, if your politicians. He didn't say, if your, if your military, if your uh, mayor, if your school board. He didn't say any of that. He said, if my people. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves. 
shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then, then will I hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Amen. Praise God. So as goes my people, God said, that's the way it'll go. We, we're the ones that can affect things. I am totally convinced if the church will hit its knees, we can get rid of this coronavirus. At least really hold it at bay from touching God's people. Amen. If my people. Amen. If my people. I want us to spend some time in prayer before we go tonight. Amen. And, and this is the rule. I do not want you praying for anything that relates to you. Amen. I don't know quite yet exactly. I think we ought to pray for our brothers and sisters, the church in Afghanistan. Amen. Because their lives are under threat. Amen. And uh, praise God. But who knows? But don't pray for yourself. Don't pray for your kids. Don't pray for... Right? Amen. But who would God put on your heart? What would God put on your heart? Be a priest for a few minutes. Amen? And uh, you feel free, if you want to, uh, to come into the altar, if you want, or to get up and move around, uh, whatever you want to do. Amen? And I don't know if we could get some instrumental music playing, or uh, I don't...